the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Doctors aren't saying anything definitive yet, but they do add President Trump is showing signs of improvement and could be released from Walter Reed sometime tomorrow. I came here, wasn't feeling so well. I feel much better now. We're working hard to get me all the way back. I have to be back because we still have to make America great again. We've done an awfully good job of that, but we still have steps to go and we have to finish that job. Senate Republicans canceling legislative work until October 19th as the virus sweeps through the ranks and lawmakers increasingly call for comprehensive testing on Capitol Hill. In the meantime, Joe Biden says he would handle the virus pandemic, quote, fundamentally differently than President Trump. But he adds now is not the time to deliver a political broadside. SRN News. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with the statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. One Nation Under God is a movie that explores our First Amendment rights and the courage needed to stand up for our convictions. And right now, by going to SalemNow.com, you can purchase your copy of the film today for 50% off. And by using promo code Minneapolis, you can save an additional 20%, 70% in total. Just past 4 o'clock on the Sunday here in the Twin Cities. Forecast for today, sunny and a high of 54. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on AM 1280, The Patriots. AM 1280, The Patriot. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. For most folks, a comfortable retirement requires steady income. But many people wonder, how can I maintain income once I've stopped working? The Retirement Income Store may be the solution for you. I'm David Scranton. During my career, I found that most baby boomers have done a great job growing their retirement savings, yet many don't know how to convert their savings into steady income. And that is why I built the Retirement Income Store, to help hardworking Americans preserve their assets and establish steady streams of income. 
Call the Retirement Income Store at 866-976-9518 for your free retirement income kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's Amazon best-selling book. Plus, you'll be invited to enjoy a free, no-obligation conversation with an income specialist. Call 866-976-9518. That's 866-976-9518. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Online at the retirementincomestore.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies LLC, an SEC registered investment advisory firm. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his It's way Sunday, around, so 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. During your time... With me today, why don't you go to ParkerDK.com, as we've been promising, a launch of the new website, ParkerDK.com, Parker Daniels Keyboard, new website has occurred. Take a look. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. See what you think. The previous website was often referred to as an award-winning website, and... That's enough. Put down the mic. No, not yet. And this one is even better. So, uh, all improved. All new. Go to ParkerDK.com and jot this down for today's show as we're going to be focusing on a couple of different topics. And I think you may want to chime in. 651-289-4488. I've got my number two pencil. I've got my yellow pad. You jot it down, 651-289-4488, and 
if you uh, don't have a you know a sharp lead there, you got to go to the pencil sharpener, which I have as well. You know, you don't have the sharp lead sometimes. Uh, you know, you can you can mistake uh, a two for a five. I don't know. You you can mix up the numbers. You don't want to do that. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Give us a call if we have time. We'll get you on the air today. We are going to talk about as promised through our promos throughout the week. Freedom versus Corona. Freedom versus Corona. What what are we talking about there? Well, we are talking about the fact that. Many governors, and in fact the president, when he issued a state of emergency vis-a-vis COVID-19, in certain respects suspended the Constitution, suspended the freedoms uh, that we have, gave significant emergency powers to uh, governors and state executive branch leaders, uh, including in the state of Minnesota, the commissioner of the Department of Health, uh, Jan Malcolm, in advising uh, Governor Walls. And uh, the question becomes, have some of those governors overstepped their bounds? Have their public policy decisions, uh, educated presumably by science, by the public health issues that we face, uh, have they gone... uh, too far in shutting us down and locking us down. And that has been the debate over the last several uh, months. And now they're talking about another round of lockdowns in a number of states and in uh, some countries uh, around the world. So we're going to take a look at uh, the cost-benefit analysis of lockdown in the face of the public health issues, which are real. And I have uh, said that from the beginning. The public health issues that we face as a result of COVID, no question, are real. And, of course, now they're underscored by the fact that our president, the leader of the free world, uh, has come down with COVID-19, with the coronavirus. Uh, We'll see how he fares with the virus. Uh, By all odds, it would be uh, surprising if he doesn't have a full recovery and, frankly, a relatively speedy recovery in light of the uh, treatment and attention that he is receiving immediately. Uh, But you never know. You never know with with this disease, which is one of the scary uh, parts, the scary nature of uh, the disease. You know, it was pointed out to me this week that uh, I have gotten to the point of some of my vitriol of actually uh, calling people names, and I and I don't want to do that. And and it is true that uh, uh, I did slip to that level uh, a few several weeks ago when talking about the coronavirus and talking specifically about Jan Malcolm at the Department of Health. I, I believe I called her a fool. Uh, I feel badly that I did. I uh, I retract the statement. Uh, I do not agree with her. I believe that her policy views are foolish, uh, but to call her a fool, I, I don't know her, uh, and, and I don't want to call names uh, in any event. Uh, but uh, when people make comments which are anti-Semitic, I say so. When they make comments which are racist, uh, I say so. And when they make 
comments or public policy decisions which I believe are foolish, uh, I think that needs to be called out as well. Uh, But calling names, no, not part of this show. There are a lot of pundits on TV and radio that do it and do it regularly. It does not help the discourse. And uh, what I like to do on this show and what I think we should be doing on both sides of the aisle and all different perspectives is talking about the facts and not simply accepting the facts uh, based on what the media might report, which oftentimes is inaccurate, as I've talked about on this show, or even accepting the facts that uh, our, our elected officials uh, might might call out. And in fact, as it relates to the coronavirus, many of the facts do not, uh, or, or public policy decisions, do not match with the facts. They try to move the numbers to match with the facts and, or to match uh, with their public policy decisions. Uh, but uh, oftentimes it just doesn't square. And when it comes to public health decisions and the coronavirus, I have seen that time and time again. And that's why I call out when uh, that happens, uh, foolish decisions. So today on the show, we're going to talk about that in, in, the, in, in, in the context of the coronavirus and look at the facts and determine whether or not the lockdowns worked. They made sense. They were the right decision. They saved a lot of people in a lot of people's lives whether another round of lockdowns makes sense uh, or whether people's freedom, which should not be taken away lightly, uh, is most important. And the other, the, the, then we're going to talk uh, about a number of other policies as we're going to move into a segment later on in the show uh, that I call, If It Were True. And you see so many things written in the press. If it were true, yeah, how could you vote for Donald Trump? But uh, I guess it isn't true. And we're going to go through a whole list of those, a litany of them. And it is written as if it is gospel and truth. Time and time again in print media, and it is spoken about uh, on TV and by the pundits and on the radio often. Uh, and a number of these public policy items uh, and, and said to be facts are, are just false. So we're going to uh, look at that uh, as well on the show uh, today. Join us next week when we're going to have uh, Democratic Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz on the show with us. And I want to have Ron on because... Uh, we are able to have civil discourse coming at issues from a completely different direction. And as the fervor, as we get closer to the election, uh, the fervor, you know, heightens and uh, it becomes very electric. We're going to try to have a discussion back and forth as two uh, public policy analysts, if you were. He's an elected official. We're both Jewish. We look at issues related to the Middle East uh, far differently. And we're going to try to talk through some of those things. So join, join with us next week uh, when I'm going to have Ron Latz on the show. And, and two weeks from today, 
CEO Joseph Gittler of the Lechet uh, Association or organization out of Israel is going to be on the show live from Israel. It's an organization that brings food to the needy. And it's something that uh, is, well, they are stretched, let's put it that way, in light of all that has happened with the coronavirus in Israel uh, and beyond. So that's coming up in the next two weeks. But stay with us for this show. Again, we're going to talk freedom versus corona. Then we're going to talk if it were true. Well, often it isn't. 651-289-4488. Give us a call if you have a chance. And go to our uh, new website, parkerdk.com. Let us know what you think. We're live on Facebook. Follow us. We'll be right back. Tearing my fear apart. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Fifth Season Financial is a licensed lender, not available in all states. Visit fifthseasonfinancial.com for details. Are you or a loved one suffering financial hardship as a result of an advanced stage illness like cancer, Alzheimer's, or ALS? Are the financial side effects of your medical fight reducing your quality of life and causing stress and worry? Did you know that you could be eligible for a special loan to access funds locked up in your life insurance policy? Text the word LIFE to 411411 now. Fifth Season may be able to help you address your financial needs through our Funds for Living program. This simple-to-use program helps you access value that is locked up in your life insurance policy by lending you money against the face amount of your policy. This loan is not like other loans where you need to make monthly payments, and it only gets repaid out of the proceeds of the life insurance policy. Visit FifthSeasonFinancial.com slash radio and get approved quickly. If you need financial help, have an advanced stage illness and a life insurance policy, text LIFE to 411411. Text LIFE to 411411. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. 
Go to ParkerDK.com. I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. So deep in my heart that you're really a part of me. You know, when I listen to Frank, I've got you. I think to myself, can we all just get along? Yeah. I tried so Let's try to all get along You know, let, let's not I use to myself, Things that we know to be false Or we're stretching so well. To beat up but Opinions or views on the other side when No Apply so the facts well. Do what I've makes sense And is in the common good Under my skin And uh do it that way all the time. When I fall short, I try to uh, rectify it, apologize for it, and move forward getting back into uh, the right lane, back on my path. And that's what we each need to do. Donald Trump needs to do that. Leaders, uh, governors across the country uh, need to do that. Senators, House members. Uh, in Congress need to do that uh, now more than ever. So uh, that's the big call here, the cry, outcry for what we need. And I think uh, when it comes to policy, Donald Trump has applied the facts. He has taken them on. And he has refused to allow falsehoods uh, to be shouted from the rooftops, and if they're repeated enough and shouted loud enough, enough people believe them, uh, tens and tens of millions, in fact, even though they're absolutely false. And we're going to talk about that, uh, some of them throughout the show today. We're going to start with coronavirus. Listen, uh, you may not have seen that the Michigan Supreme Court on Friday this week held that Governor Gretchen Whitmer's uh, repeated declarations of emergency rule uh, in Michigan uh, to be unconstitutional on a vote of uh, four to three. Uh, you'll recall when uh, Wisconsin governor attempted to apply emergency rule months ago and shut everything down, the Supreme Court there, on a challenge, ruled against the governor and things were not allowed to be shut down. We're going to talk about the impact and the numbers there. Oh, it wasn't allowed to be locked down. Well, let's take a look at Wisconsin. They must have uh, deaths through the roof, number of cases through the roof. Because they weren't allowed to shut down. Minnesota, right next door, similar state, similar size, in fact, slightly smaller in terms of number of people. In fact, far more deaths. Yeah. And I believe uh, far more cases. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but 
But first, I, I want to look at uh, what Governor Walls and his uh, Commissioner of Health have uh, have been reporting. Uh, this past week, uh, their latest weekly report showed that the median age of decedents in Minnesota remains at 83, 83 years old. Also, uh, of all the deaths in Minnesota, now it's a bit more than 70% of them occurred in long-term care facilities. Uh, This uh, past report identified 10 new deaths. Uh, Seven of those 10 were in their 80s or 90s. Uh, by the way, that doesn't minimize the death at all. But but these are older folks, and and all of them with other, you know, with comorbidity. Uh, of the other three, two were in their seventies, and one was in his sixties. Uh, the Department of Health also reported in Minnesota eleven hundred eighty four new cases, and made a big deal out of that. 1,184 new cases. The new case number uh, came from, and they they didn't talk about this, it came from nearly 33,000 tested new cases of about 1,180 out of 33,000 tested, yielding a positivity rate of just 3.5%, which is a low rate. Now, what's most important is this, and this is where it becomes strange because the Department of Health has now stopped reporting the number of hospitalizations as if that isn't important. They made it a big deal when they were reporting it uh, repeatedly each time they came out over the last several months, but now they've stopped reporting it. Why? Because the number is so low. So the number of cases, because we keep testing more and more people, so the number of cases is going up. It's a a significant number of cases, new cases, because we're testing so many more, but the number of deaths has dropped way down. And the number of hospitalizations has dropped way down. So what you have are a number of people who are contracting the virus, oftentimes don't even know it. Other times might feel slightly ill and have slight symptoms. None of them, none of the symptoms causing hospitalization, however. And then they get over it and they move on with their life. Now, of course, if that were the only result of the coronavirus, we would not be calling for lockdowns of the economy, destruction of people's businesses, destructions of of people's lives, of their livelihood, of kids being held out of school, and the impact that that has particularly on minority communities. We, we wouldn't be doing that if it were simply, well, this is a virus that, you know, causes uh, uh, a few symptoms here and there, but, you know, rare hospitalization. 
And at this point of the course in which the virus is running now, uh, we have very low hospitalizations and a low death, uh, death rate. Now, months ago, the, the death rate was much higher. It keeps coming down as we get more positive tests. Uh, and it is coming close, by the way, to the percentage of uh, death fatality rate uh, as, as the flu, as the seasonal flu, a very bad season of the seasonal flu. And, of course, we've never shut down uh, society as a result of the flu or a bad flu season. Uh, so, you know, one, one questions whether we should continue this lockdown or, uh, or open up because of the damage that has, it has done. People can't continue like this. And let's take a look at whether the lockdown has worked. By the way, uh, I want to note that these death numbers that I'm going to talk about, you need to look at in a few different ways. Number one, uh, most of them are individuals in long-term care facilities. Again, death uh, of anyone, no matter their age, is, is horrific and terrible. Uh, but they are in long-term care facilities. And was lockdown needed, or did we need to protect those that were most at risk? Because we surely didn't do that. We failed miserably at that. And the President of the United States gave that responsibility to governors to deal with the situation in their states. I'm not going to talk about the debate much this this evening, or uh, on the show today, uh, but... I will tell you, I wish Donald Trump had spoken about that at length. The governors, particularly those in blue states, did not protect their citizens they, uh, who were at the highest risk related to this virus. And had they, they could have greatly reduced, arguably by more than half, the number of deaths. But they didn't do that. The other thing to remember is 94%. Uh, this is according to the CDC. 94% of COVID-19 deaths had contributing conditions, often central contributing conditions, that is comorbidity. 94% of these deaths. So it's a question whether or not, you know, all of these numbers were corona deaths, as people claim. When we come back, we're going to talk about the top 10 uh, states, what their policies were. We're going to talk about the Midwest, the five-state area, how we compare to Minnesota. And we're going to talk about Spain versus Sweden. Make sure to stay with us. And give us a call. If you agree, disagree, you want to chime in, 651-289-4488. If we have time, we'll get you on the air. We'll be right back. I did what I had to do and saw it through without exemption.
1280 The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Sometimes we feel like we're on Jupiter or Mars. It's, it has, uh, wow. I mean, we have an election coming up in Baby, kiss me. in uh, four weeks from Tuesday, Fill my heart just 30 days, and, let me sing and what a crazy more. time. I mean, it, you, you just, uh, as they say, you couldn't make it up. Uh, get out there to vote. 
Everybody get out there to vote and get your friends out there to vote and drive people to vote. Get them to vote. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the mail mail voting, but uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll show up on the third. Uh, listen, as as we uh, were talking about uh, Corona, I wanted to give you the sense of lockdowns. They work. They don't work. How critical are they? I mean, should we be throwing the economy into the sewer? Uh, over the numbers that we are seeing. Yes, it's serious, but is that the way to uh, deal with this? Uh, Well, the fact of the matter is the top 10 states in terms of number of deaths per million, so equaling them out so that population doesn't, you know, know, throw California into it, for example, because uh, they have a lot of deaths, but they have so many people. That that is, you know, it's, 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 we're talking per capita here. The top 10 states, uh, and the 10th spot is actually a tie, so there are 11 states. Uh, nine of the 11 are run by blue liberal governors. They just are. And that's, that's on, you know, I mean, that's a statistical reality. And this, and they all locked down. You know, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts goes all the way through. I included District of Columbia in there because, you know, they're, uh, what, they're eighth uh, on the list, even per capita. And they don't even have a lot of me, but a lot of. People based on how they handled it. Uh, only Mississippi and uh, Arizona fall into the top ten who are who are uh, run by uh, Republican governors. Uh, you know, Florida. Everyone is saying, "Oh, they opened up." They're not in the top ten. They aren't. So, what is the factual foundation? that lockdowns have saved all these lives. The fact of the matter is, had they not locked down and they paid attention to those in long-term care facilities, these blue state governors, including our state, where 70 to 80% of all the deaths were in long-term care facilities. You don't have to be a genius to figure that out. And it has been harmful to people. Horrific. And loved ones have been unable to see uh, those that have been stricken with the coronavirus in these long-term care facilities. And if they pass away, they, they can't even hold their hand as, as they're passing on. It's, it's terrible. So there's no indication from those numbers that states that locked down did better. They didn't. They arguably did worse, okay? That's the numbers. It's the reality. And I'm talking about per capita. Now, if you look at the Midwest, uh, well, Minnesota, we, we locked down. North Dakota and South Dakota didn't. Wisconsin didn't, as I talked about with the court ruling. They were going to. They are governed by a Democratic governor, but the court stepped in and said, no, no. Uh-uh, we're not doing that. Well, of those four states, Minnesota, Wisconsin, North Dakota, South Dakota, 
per capita, who led on the number of deaths? You would think with the lockdown, Minnesota would have the fewest number. No, they have the highest number. Okay? 378 per million. North Dakota, 360. South Dakota, remember, everyone thought, oh, my God, the governor of South Dakota, she never locked down. She didn't shut down anything. They were at 280. Remember, Minnesota at about 380 per million. And Wisconsin, the state that totally opened up and has about the same number of people as Minnesota, a little bit more, 236 per million. Minnesota's at 380. There's no indication that the more draconian your policies, the safer people will be. Okay? I mean, there isn't. Uh, And then you look at the United States, Spain, and Sweden. Of those countries, the one that had the most stringent lockdown was Spain. They locked it down. Nobody could go out in the street. Couldn't do anything. And now they're, they're looking at a second lockdown of similar measure. The United States then, in a number of states, had the second most stringent lockdown. And Sweden didn't lock down. So you would think Sweden's death per million would be way higher. No, it's the lowest of those three. Spain, the highest, the one that locked down the most. And here's the bottom line. You elect Joe Biden and you're, you're going to get Spain. You're going to get, as he said, lockdown. You elect Donald Trump in his second term, it's going to be more like Sweden. Which way do you want to go? And people said the Sweden experiment was a disaster. That is bunk. Let's talk facts. Let's talk numbers. It is bunk. It just doesn't match up at all. The fewest number of cases per million between U.S., Spain, and Sweden? Sweden. And the fewest number of deaths per million. And this was a country that didn't lock down. No emergency suspension of rights like exists uh, here. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? So uh, when the Democrats continue to pound the drum and everybody because it is so continuous and repeated... And because it is yelled from the mountaintops, oh, it must be true. No, it's not. It is not true that a lockdown is going to save lives or reduce cases. Remember Sturgis? That was weeks ago. Oh, it's going to be a complete. It was a blip. It was nothing. But what it was, was people being allowed to decide what they were going to do, how they were going to uh, act. And those, by the way, that are in serious risk category, they need to protect themselves as well and, and maybe act differently. 
and maybe if the government has to step in and require them to act differently, maybe that's necessary. But not 330 million people. And again, I am not saying that this is not serious. I am saying what a number of scientists are saying, a number of virologists are saying. No, it's not, oh, the CDC says we got a lockdown. And da, 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 da. There are scientists across the board that have different perspectives on this. Ultimately, it is a public policy question based on public health information and numbers like those that I'm providing, which we now have quite a bit of. It is a public policy decision. And that means it's a cost-benefit analysis. And when you're talking about the cost of locking down, it is real and cannot be ignored. We all get the cost of uh, getting the coronavirus, getting ill, getting hospitalized, being in the hospital for a long period of time, maybe recovering and maybe not recovering. Real cost, no doubt. So that's the discussion, freedom versus corona. It's a big one. And again, I believe Governor Walls, with the help of the Commissioner of Health, have been foolish in their handling of this public policy issue. If it were true, we're going to talk about when we come back. If it were true that Trump is a racist who won't condemn or oppose white supremacists, well, then I might feel one way. But is it true? And by the way, what are Joe Biden's thoughts on race? What what does his history look like? What sorts of comments has he made? And more than that, what sorts of policy actions has he taken vis-a-vis the African-American community, the minority community? When we get uh, come back, we're going to take a look at that, both sides of it. Trump, Biden, if we have time, we'll look at a couple of other uh, policy categories. In the meantime, number two pencil, yellow pad, 651-289-4488. You give us a call. If we have time, we'll get you on the air. And take a look at ParkerDK.com. There's no doubt that down the trail, many, many are going to be citing it as an award-winning website. <laughs> we'll be right back. Each time I find myself flat on my face. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. 
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closing instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. We're back. It's the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we are talking about... Well, in part, maybe it's fake news. You know, I've referred to the news media as the flying, lying monkeys as a reference to the Wizard of Oz, the henchmen for one of the political parties as they come out and they, day in, day out, uh, figuratively assassinate the President of the United States with repeated falsehoods about him. The latest one is that, not the latest, it's been constant, Uh, Trump is a racist uh, who won't condemn or oppose white supremacists. You remember watching the debate and everyone came away with it. Jeez, he was asked that question pointedly and he didn't uh, uh, condemn white supremacists. Uh, You know, first, in fact... When he was asked, will you condemn white supremacists, he, his response over, you know, the, 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 the interruptions uh, were, uh, sure, sure. He said, sure, uh, twice. He then didn't, and, and, I, and I, I took it really to, to be a, I am not going to, uh, you know, even give respect to that question by answering it. How many times do I have to answer it? Because if you go back and look 
just in the last four years, back to, well, five years maybe, to 2015, and pull the video and audio of Donald J. Trump on this subject, he has condemned white supremacists specifically, along with the KKK, numerous times. So it is a, I'm sorry, a, a, a bull question uh, by Chris Wallace. Who has the audacity to ask that kind of question in the first place? It is bull. And this idea that, oh, it's a dog whistle for the, you know, the bigots, the racists. That's what he continually. No, no. He, he condemned, in fact, white supremacists with Charlottesville. I'm sorry, but quit lying. And Joe Biden is continuing it. And his Democratic henchmen who are out there, I don't know if that's name-calling or not, but that's what they are in terms of going out and repeating this canard that is false, this Charlottesville canard. Go and look at the video, which I have done, and I have spent an entire hour on this show going through and playing his words live for our audience. He never said There are good people on both sides referring to the white supremacists with the vein bulging out of their neck, as Joe Biden said, uh, you know, and and making anti-Semitic slurs in order to try to get the Jewish vote and Jews to dislike Donald Trump. It's just wrong what Biden did and he's continuing to do because it's false. In fact, the president said there are good people on both sides and I am not talking about the white supremacists who were there. He said that. He also said, who are, you know, uh, terrible people and are, you know, some very specific condemnation of them. He was talking about the fight over the statue and whether it should come down as a historic um, symbol uh, in, in that area and, and, or not. And there were a lot of people on both sides who were fighting that issue, having nothing to do with the white supremacist group that was definitely there. So this Charlottesville canard is bull. The whole white supremacist piece is bull. And the Charlottesville statement by the president makes it such. More than that, what president named the KKK a terrorist organization? Ding! Yes, Donald Trump. It wasn't Barack Obama. It wasn't uh, Bill Clinton. It wasn't Jimmy Carter, I can tell you. No, it was Donald Trump. Uh, What about his actions as it relates to the minority community? If he's a racist, he's an awfully terrible one. I mean, because most of what he has done, a lot of it in in the economy, has been for minority communities, which he cares for deeply, at least by his actions, he does. The Criminal Reform Act. He signed that into law. No Democratic president did. In fact, Joe Biden was the author of the Predators Law that put more blacks behind bars than any other that is now vilified by the African-American community. He wrote it. 
How about uh, Trump pushing for jobs in the minority communities, especially black communities, which he specifically said he was going to do. He enacted policies to do it. And the lowest unemployment rate in U.S. history in the black community resulted. What, a coincidence? Way lower than Bill Clinton's. And Bill Clinton had a good economy. So you can't just chalk it up, well, when it's a good economy, you know, the unemployment. No. He also enacted opportunity zones to help minority communities, in particular black communities, which pours money into these communities to help these, uh, uh, you know, those that live there to get jobs and to be able to uh, build and develop their community. He is pushing for reform in the police ranks. And he is opposing the abolition or defunding of police, which, by the way, black communities oppose as well. And he does it because it hurts black communities and minority communities. What about Biden? He's just done the opposite. As I said, he authored the, uh, the predator's law, as it were. And what about some of the comments that he has made? Back in the 70s, he opposed desegregation. He opposed busing, which was desegregating the schools. He was the key opponent, along with some of the, you know, admittedly, uh, nobody would dispute bigots in the Democratic Party from the South. But he was from Delaware and he sided with them. Eastland and, and Herman Talmadge. And, and Jesse Helms, he wrote a bill with Jesse Helms, uh, anti-busing bill. And he spoke about, you know, I don't want my kids growing up in a racial jungle. That's what he said back in the 70s, this same guy that is running for president. What about the quote regarding George Wallace? You remember George Wallace, the infamous racist? Biden said, I think the Democratic Party could stand a liberal George Wallace, someone who's not afraid to stand up and offend people, someone who wouldn't pander but would say what the American people know in their gut is right. He said that about George Wallace. This is who's running for president that people come up to me and say, I can't believe you're not voting for Joe Biden. First off, they don't know who I'm voting for. But secondly, why can't you believe it? And that was back in the 70s. What about more recently? The Dunkin' Donuts reference. Yeah, you can't go to a 7-Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts without at least a slight Indian accent. Or the reference regarding Barack Obama. You know, he's the first African-American, you know, who's run, who's articulate and clean and... What? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, his good friend that he eulogized, Robert Byrd, the, the grand, ma- you know, uh, <laughs> the grand poobah of the KKK, right? Well, I don't know. Uh, and, and the comments recently, you know what those are. You know, they've been reported on during the primaries and now during the general election. His repeated statements. This is his view. Of the black community. And they attack Trump? 
You've been listening to the Victory Hour. With Be with us next week. We're going to have a, a very uh, electric discussion with Minnesota State Senator Ron Latz. He has a different view than I do. So it should be interesting. Have a great week. In the meantime, things are simple. And many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Wearing a mask. It's not just about protecting yourself. It's about protecting the ones around you, your loved ones, your neighbors, your community. Yes, it can be a little uncomfortable. And yes, it's a look we're not used to. But these are minor inconveniences that will have a major impact on overcoming COVID for the good of us all. So stay safe and mask up, Minnesota. Not just for you, for everyone around you. Brought to you by the state of Minnesota. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile.